Hello, y'all. It is Brian here. Welcome to the Chunky Lube Podcast. Aaron, would you like to say hello to everybody? Oh, he's not here right now. It's just me. It's just Chung right here. So hopefully you guys do enjoy my annoying voice. But at the same time, welcome to this podcast. Aaron, I miss you big time. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. He couldn't make it to this one because he had stuff going on in his life. So, you know, give him a break and talk all about me. The first ever podcast that I'm doing by myself. Well, actually, fun fact, I did do a little bit of podcasting before years ago with just me. It was called DB on Mike. And yeah, that was a big disaster right there because it was just hard to do a podcast by yourself. I don't know a lot of people can do that. But for me, I don't know. It's easier to do it with somebody else, whether it's with Lou or with Paul or anybody else. It's really difficult to do one by yourself because you're talking to yourself for at least 30 minutes just on your own. And can I do that? Yeah, probably. But do I want to do that often? Not really. I'd rather have a company, to be honest with you, have somebody to bounce ideas, share information, share experiences. It's always very helpful to have somebody, in my opinion, to do a podcast. YouTube channel, 40 Nairs, I can do that by myself because most of the videos are about at most 10, maybe 12 minutes long. But for 30 plus minutes for a podcast, it does take a while if you are just doing it by yourself and stuff like that. And most of the guys that are famous, Joe Rogan, Pat McAfee, yes, they are a show of their own, but they have special guests. They also have you know people, producers and stuff like that talking along the the lines as well so that's very helpful there and maybe one day me and Luke can get to that spot but for right now we're on our own and doing our own thing and hopefully this can blow up one day in some way shape or form eventually because I mean this is a, be a fantastic opportunity if we could just do this full-time like Joe Rogan Pat McAfee those two guys I look up to pretty much in the podcast world and they do a really good job of what they do and maybe one day Lou and I can get to it if with your support definitely if you're listening to this so thank you guys as always and let's just get this podcast started uh things to talk about today I was going to be talking about the trip to Dollywood that I went with my dad a week or two ago, but since Lou is not here, we'll talk about that in the next episode because it was a pretty fun park, great, interesting park, different from Carowitz, big time, and would love to talk about it in depth with Lou when he comes back to the next episode. But in this one, talking more about credit cards, I have a lot of credit cards on my hand right now. I know, right? What a loser talking more about credit cards, right? The evil, debt evil, debt is bad and stuff like that. And, you know, credit cards, as I said, they could be the greatest thing ever like for me in my personal situation a lot of you guys as well to use for travel to get a lot of cash back or it could be the devil if you're not paying it off on time if you're paying a lot of interest that's not good right there so you know all the other youtubers say pay on time and in full yes they are 100 correct you want to pay on time and in full so you don't have to pay that interest and you could reap the benefits of whatever credit card you have whether it's for cash back or for travel points or for a mix of both so l- looking back at my credit card lineup right now it's not it's an ex- not an exhaustive list it's just the ones that i'm gonna highlight that i've been using quite often my two favorite cards big time right now are the catch-all cards chase freedom unlimited and american express blue business plus love those two cards big time 1.5 back on everything on in mostly places like costco or places that don't take american express at all and the blue business plus i use that a lot of the times as well Two back on everything you don't have to worry about any rotating categories or 4x 5x 20x 
points on anything. You get 2x on everything up to $50,000. And it's a fantastic card for me. I've been using it quite a bit, actually. Mostly for business. Personally, you could technically, although that the terms and conditions does say you have to use the business card for business purposes. But American Express, I don't think they are going to be auditing you for that. I think sometimes, you know, when you look at a transaction, sometimes is it a business purchase? Is it not? So I don't think American Express is going to be guessing what whether it is a personal or a business expense. But the thing that they care about is if you're paying on time and in full, if you're doing that, then you are in good terms with them. But if you're not, then they could be the devil and take a lot of stuff away from you if you don't pay with them on time and in full. And American Express, as you all know, they're very aggressive with account shutdowns, taking back their points if you're canceling too early and stuff like that. I mean, I'm, I myself am in pop-up jail because I'm not going to lie, my Delta Cold that I had before the Delta Platinum card, I didn't spend a lot of money on it, you know, because I had a nice sign-up bonus and I had no idea about this rule. And, you know, lesson learned. Hopefully, I can get out of pop-up jail and be able to apply to other cards because they have a lot of other fantastic cards that I do want to get to in the future. But for right now, sticking to the Chase ecosystem in terms of getting new cards and I'll be talking about that in a little bit. But American Express, I still love you. Don't worry if I'm in pop-up jail. It's my fault. I didn't know that you guys had rules for stuff like that for catching people that are trying to cheat the system, which I technically wasn't because I was still paying the annual fee and stuff like that. But yeah, I didn't put any spend on it. And I guess they got spooked about it. And do I blame them? No, because they're more susceptible to losses than Chase or City or anything like that because they are both the transactioner, which processes the transactions and the lender. I think that's the big thing right there. They're both at the same time and being the lending part, you know, they got hit hard in the 2008 recession for people running away and stuff like that. And they want to prevent a reoccurrence again in the future, which they've done for the most part. Are they a little too aggressive? I think so. But at the same time, they got to protect their assets. They got to protect their costs. And do I blame them at all? No, not at all. Definitely. They have fantastic cards, fantastic customer service. That's the thing I love about American Express. They can help you for whatever, whatever you need. And they're there for you big time. So going back to my lineup right now of American Express cards, have the Blue Business Plus, have the Delta Sky Miles Platinum card, finishing that sign-up bonus very, very soon. So hopefully by the time I make a podcast, with Lou, the sign up bonus will be done, and yeah, I mean, the reason why I got the Delta Platinum card, aside the fact that it looks like a beautiful, shiny silver card, it does come with a companion certificate, which is fantastic, right there. I mean, to be able to bring somebody with you, uh, almost for free, not quite for free. I think it's a really good opportunity. And yes, you do have to pay $250 a year for that, and then you don't get that until your second year of renewal to get the companion certificate, but still, I mean, to be able to pay for your own ticket and bring somebody in for free or let them pay for your ticket and then you get in for free as well, that'd be fantastic too. But Delta Platinum, all the way, love it. And maybe one day if I travel a lot, lot, if I'm a Delta loyalist, I could get the Delta Reserve, but in Charlotte, it's not the biggest presence for Delta Airlines. And yes, they are expanding in the Charlotte Douglas International Airport, getting 10 more gates. But at the same time, American Airlines, you know, <laughs> crappy American Airlines is the dominant airline in the Charlotte area. They own almost 90% of the market here. And I don't see Delta Airlines challenging America anytime soon for that, which I mean, th that would make sense because American bought US Airways in 2015 and Yay, all American Airlines, right? But anyways, enough ranting about them. I uh, got that card. Also still got the Southwest Priority card. Was able to book 
uh, my great Charlene, she is coming to a few weeks to my brother's wedding. So shout out to him for his wedding. And yeah, being able to use Southwest points, use points in general to book travel, not just for yourself, but for other people. That's just fantastic right there. I mean, I, I just never thought that people could do that kind of stuff. And, you know, people always talk about free travel, free travel. I'm like, how, how, how? And then credit cards. You know, I got to give a shout out to my brother big time. He got me into the credit card game. It started with the Chase Sapphire preferred $95 annual fee and $100,000 sign up bonus, which was just wow. Like, even for me, like, I didn't know anything about points, but I was like, that sounds like a lot of points right there. And Chase points, luckily, they are very valuable. And yeah, I mean, I, I've been able to take advantage of that, get the sign up bonus. And I still have most of the sign up bonus right now. I mean, I have other Chase cards as well, like the Chase Freedom Unlimited, which I'll be talking about in a second. And to be able to have that many points and to transfer points to Southwest. I've done a little bit of transferring to Southwest, but mostly Hyatt. I've redeemed a couple of nights in my past two years with Hyatt. It's been a fantastic transfer partner. I think you guys know about them if you're a credit card guru or credit card nerd like myself that I'm trying to get into right now. Chase, is a, Chase and Hyatt are a fantastic partnership, and hopefully Hyatt keeps their award chart big time because Marriott and Hilton and IHG, they are some useless, useless transfer partners because of their cent per value valuation. Also, their points are very expensive, and they're kind of okay. Marriott's not really my favorite chain of all the hotels. I mean, I stayed at Marriott a few times with other people's credit cards, and it's uh, Hyatt, fantastic. They're very nice, very accommodating. And yeah, I just wish they had a bigger footprint in the United States because they are a fantastic hotel chain and hopefully they keep up the good reputation for a long, long time. And yeah, I mean, speaking of Hyatt, thinking about getting the world of Hyatt credit card, that'd be really awesome right there. I think they're running a $30,000 bonus for spending in three months. I forgot what the amount is. I think it was like three or $4,000. And I think another 30000 for being able to use 2X back on everything for the whole year which is really cool right there and yeah that's to be a wonderful opportunity i'm almost out of my chase 524 i'm going to be out of it by the middle of june that great opportunity to either get that one or also the chase freedom flex i got the chase freedom unlimited first and a lot of people were like why don't you get that one first why don't you get the chase freedom flex well i mean the chase freedom flex is awesome to get five percent back on rotating categories but Honestly, a lot of the times they're kind of useless to me. Like, I mean, there's Walmart and Target. I really shop at Walmart and Target. Maybe like once a year or twice a year, I go to those places and buy stuff. Amazon, of all the surprises, I do not shop at Amazon like that. I shop maybe once or twice a year. I shop if there's nothing around, like at a Costco or Sam's or a Walmart or even Target. Like, if they don't have it anywhere, if it's a specialty item, I will get it from Amazon. And that's a really really situation so i mean as much as i love the five percent rotating category idea i mean some of it i will take advantage of if it's like gas stations or dining if there is a dining option for the chase freedom flex rotating categories i will use that but for the most part just i don't really use a lot of the rotating categories so i was like why don't you use the chase freedom unlimited and that at that time when i got the unlimited card they did have a $200 bonus for spending 503 months. The Freedom Flex still has that, but the difference is for, with the Freedom Unlimited, I had the 5% back on gas stations, which was just a fantastic, fantastic opportunity right there. And I've been able to use it, been able to get a lot of 5X on gas station purchases all the way up until September. So I still have a long way to go to get the 5% back for gas stations. And they did have a grocery store offer, but I'd rather get the gas station ones because speaking of grocery stores, I shop a lot of it at Costco. They have a lot of food, produce stuff at Costco. So it's a, I mean, it's kind of weird that I 
don't really recognize the grocery store value as much because of Costco. But at the same time, I do shop at grocery stores once in a while. And having a car like the Amex Gold card would be a fantastic card to have later on in the future. But that won't be anytime soon. I'll still be getting other Chase cards before I get back to American Express. And yeah, uh, looking at the the Freedom Flex and Hyatt cards for my next ones after the 524 rule. And then I think around July or August, I should be out of another card in terms of 524 so maybe get one of those two cards and maybe upgrade and go get get the american express gold card but i'm more into the chase once before i'm locked out for a while in chase cards but luckily for me i've been able to skate away from it and i learned about the chase 524 when i was in 324 so my third card was a chase card i believe it was the um what was it maybe the sapphire preferred because i got other cards before that i had the costco card and the american airlines card back then when you know american Airlines was i guess okay but uh, you know i had that card at the time i, I got the chase sapphire preferred the chase freedom unlimited and the southwest priority credit card so three chase cards i was pretty smart enough to do that before my 524 was up and then it moved on to american express and will i move on to like city or capital I don't know. I mean, Capital One is cool. The Venture X is really cool. The $395 annual fee, although that sounds a lot, a lot of credits, a lot of people are marketing that. I mean, you get a $300 travel credit, 10,000 bonus miles every year, which is really awesome right there. But at the same time, I don't know if I get any value from Capital One just because the transfer partners are just okay. They're not anything fantastic. I mean, I do love me some domestic transfer partners. A lot of people are like, oh, why would you transfer to like Delta Airlines with American Express? But I mean, Delta Airlines is a fantastic airline. And I know Sky Miles aren't the most valuable currency, I would say, for the credit card world. But at the same time, you get some sweet value from Delta Sky Miles. And I've gotten some decent value from it, from flying from here to John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California in March and hoping to get some more value with the companion certificate. Also for award travel if I wanted to travel more. But I mean, SkyMiles, as much as they're not the greatest currency in terms of the travel industry, they're still decent and you can still get some good value later on as long as Delta doesn't try to go overboard and start raising prices like crazy. So hopefully not. But I mean, you know, domestic carriers like Southwest, it's a great chase travel partner, I would say. I mean, you get, get almost at least one point for 1.5 cents a point depending on when you're traveling and stuff like that but southwest i mean they don't take a lot of points to be able to fly somewhere i mean i'm planning to go to texas whenever i have a chance to again with family and stuff like that transfer points to southwest well i do have southwest points with my credit card but if i wanted to use that in order to go to texas it's only about like 12 13,000 points round trip to either Bush Airport or Houston Hobby Airport. I mean, that's great right there to get something like that. And even now, I mean, on Sundays, I've heard that Charlotte to Houston Hobby offers nonstop flights, which is just awesome right there. And to be able to go nonstop, I would take that any day of the week. But exception, American Airlines, we do have a lot of nonstop flights from Charlotte to almost anywhere you want in the country. But I'd rather fly Delta or Southwest and stop somewhere and be able to have good service and to be able to not get delayed at all. I know Southwest has some problems with that, even Delta too, but the times I've flown both airlines, I've never had a delay before in my life. Delta, I've flown about three or four times in my life, and American Airlines, I've flown about three or four times as well, and I guarantee you, American Airlines, at least one of the flights segments is delayed some way shape and form either because of the weather which i mean it's not their fault but weather unfortunately or bad engine problem I, one time they told me that on the airplane we had an engine problem and we were on the plane this was in 2021 i believe 
in September. And yeah, they said, that's what they said from Charlotte to Dallas was engine problem. I'm like, wow, really? Delta never had a problem like that. Although they did change my flight the day before, which was, I was kind of a little upset because I had upgrades then. But I did get refunds for it a few days ago, which is awesome right there from Delta Airlines. So shout out to them. Didn't have to give any cahoots or problems with that. I feel like with American Airlines, I'd get trouble with that. But hey, I'm not here to talk about American Airlines. I talk about them so many times. I beat it around the bush. And American Airlines, they can blacklist me from flying with them again. And that's fine completely. But anyways, uh, back to the credit card stuff. I mean, talked about that. Let's see. Uh, for Capital One, nothing crazy for me. Although the Vetrax is a good idea still. I don't know if I'm feeling it right now. And that won't be there any, anytime soon. Another option is City. But City cards don't really have anything great. And also they got rid of the Purchase Protection Extended Warranty. Which is just not great. Travel benefits. You don't get any travel benefits at all. And yeah, I mean, City, as much as they have some great cards, like the double cash, custom cash is just, I don't really see, have any value with them, to be honest with you. And, you know, as much as I love carrying no annual fee cards, I don't know, sometimes you want to streamline your credit card lineup. You don't want to have 30 credit cards, 40 credit cards. I mean, a lot of YouTubers do that, but a lot of people like me and you, I mean, we want to have like as little as credit cards as possible, but all the credit cards that can give us value if you do have to pay an annual fee. You can get value from that, then it's worth it. And I did talk with Lou about this a few podcasts ago about my annual fees and are they worth it? And I mean, the consensus is is if you get value from it over the annual fee. So my Delta card two fifty annual fee for a companion certificate, but if I can find a ticket more than three twenty five, assuming that there's eighty dollars taxes and fees, then yeah, it's completely completely worth it. And I think most tickets now are not two fifty dollars anymore. They're at least like four hundred bucks, and I can get value for that very very easily. And the Southwest card gives you seventy five hundred points. This is the priority card that we're talking about the one hundred forty nine dollar annual fee, and you get a seventy five dollars Southwest annual credit which is awesome right there you get upgraded boarding so if you factor all that you can almost go over 149 dollars and you'll get value there easily so i mean i'm one of those guys like s sebi he wants to look for keeper cards that you want to keep forever and that have value forever i would say i mean no card is meant to last forever but at the same time you can find a card that can last with you for a, a while now and i think the one that is lasting me a long time is the chase sapphire preferred and i've only had that for two years now and it's still a great card. It's still a kick-ass card. Did use the $50 hotel credit when I went to Dollywood, which is awesome right there. Credit to me real quickly. And yeah, I mean, I do love Chase. I do love American Express. Who do I love more? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I love both of them. American Express, if you talk about customer service. But Chase, I never had to go up to them and call them about anything for customer service. So it's kind of a d double-edged sword in terms of what I think about Chase in terms of customer service. But I have dealt with American Express, and they've been wonderful 99.999% of the time one time i did have somebody that was very nice but they weren't really helpful but at the same time i never had somebody go aggressive like me like city or something like that because city customer service it, they can get aggressive on you and they, they get aggressive on you one time when i try to call them about an information about the american airlines card but still i mean Whatever cup of tea do you guys want to roll with in terms of credit cards, in terms of issuers, but every issuer has their pros and cons and you just got to deal with it big time if you're into the credit card game, if you're a credit card fanatic like myself that I have been for almost two years now, which, I mean, that's crazy right there. I mean, I never knew that I was going to be carrying all these credit cards. I thought I was just going to have one or two in my lifetime and just call it a day. But, I mean, to have travel cards, I never thought that I was able to to be able to travel almost for free and let me go sidetrack there a little bit more i mean when people talk about free travel talking about going to business class from 
Boston to, I don't know, like Japan or something like that, going to ANA, whatever airline and having 80, 90,000 points to go fly business class. I mean, that's fantastic right there. And yes, most of it is covered with points, but at the same time, you do have to pay in cash. Taxes and fees do apply, especially for the international airlines. In America, for the most part, it's mostly just $5.60 one way, eleven twenty for a round trip for any airline that you use an award ticket for, which is with points or miles. But if you go internationally, some of some of them can charge a few hundred dollars. Uh, and that is quite a bit of money. I mean, a few hundred dollars is no money to just throw out randomly but at the same time the trade-off is if you're paying only a few hundred dollars you don't have to pay like a five six thousand dollar ticket to go business class or first class internationally which is just a fantastic opportunity right there that's called aspirational travel and american express is very good at that but for me you know i am the loser i would transfer to delta sky miles and pay that damn excise tax fee which is just so weird that i to think about but at the same time if I have something in mind that I want, I will transfer to Delta Sky Miles if it's very good value. But for right now, I'm not doing any international travel or any YOLO traveling anytime soon. So I'm not looking at that anytime soon. But, you know, one maybe one day I can do one of those great trips and travel with one of those lie-downs seats uh, from ANA or Emirates or Qatar Q-Suites or something like that. But that's not my plans right now. And for me, honestly, I'm not really crazy about that. I mean, it is nice to travel in that kind of fashion when you're in a very, very long flight. It does make a big difference over the economy seat. But do I need something over the top? Uh, I don't know. But, I mean, pretty cool if I do get on one of those flights one day. But, you know, that's not really my goal right now for the next year or two. Maybe the next maybe three or four years. But for the next year or two, just think about traveling domestically, trying to go other places. I mean... You know, with Southwest Points, me and Lou, if everything goes well in the summer, we're going to be trying to go to Cincinnati, Ohio. I know, Ohio of all places, right? But they have the two of the best parks in the world. You're talking about Cedar Point and Kings Island. I mean, those are just fantastic parks in any coaster enthusiast minor, just any the general public as well, because everybody has heard of these parks, especially Cedar Point. And to be able to go on Southwest with points instead of paying cash for the flights, which is fantastic. That's awesome right there. And Southwest isn't really the most expensive airline, but I mean, paying cash does have its drawbacks as well. I mean, you know, when you have points, you can cancel it within a day or two and get your points back and stuff like that. With cash, it's kind of hard. You can only get your cash back if it's within 24 hours for the most part. But other than that, they either give you a flight credit or they just don't refund you at all if they're really mean, really want to be mean to you. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's the power of points, power of cashback. And, you know, I haven't talked too much about cashback. I should be talking about cashback, but I don't know. I like the travel game. I like the travel points. I like to travel in the air. I've been really interested in that. I'm not going to lie. Ever since getting into the credit card game. And, I mean, it's really opened my eyes up to opportunities that I would never dream of in terms of flying and stuff like that. Because flying isn't cheap. Flying is not cheap at all. And to have credit cards like the Delta card and the Southwest card to give you perks like free check bags. Although Southwest does give you check bags for free no matter what. But Delta to give you one free check bag. I mean, that's a great benefit right there for both ways and stuff like that. Main cabin, one priority boarding. Upgraded boarding with Southwest. You get four of them a year whenever it's available on your flight. I mean, just stuff like that makes flying a little bit easier, a little bit better. I, I'm going to have TSA pre-check hopefully by next month. I finally applied for it. My Delta Platinum card does come with TSA pre-check. And I would get global entry, but I heard global entry takes forever. So I was like, whatever, I'm not traveling anytime soon internationally. I might do just do one in my whole time of five years. Might as well just get 
TSA pre-check and be able to skip the line, breeze through the lines as fast as possible for the most part. I think Charlotte's not too bad in terms of TSA pre-check, but I've heard like Los Angeles and Atlanta can get very, very busy. Sometimes it's longer than the regular line, but hey, you know, you just take what you got, right? So uh, do I have anything else to add in terms of the credit card game? Uh, Not really. I mean, we talked about cards that I have right now, cards that I'm working on. Stuff that I like big time. Chase cards that I'm going to get right now. Probably in the future. Chase Freedom Flex. World of Hype. But probably Chase Freedom Flex first. Because it's a very, very easy sign of bonus. And I guess I can complete the trifecta of Chase. Get the Chase Freedom Flex. Freedom Unlimited. Chase Sapphire Preferred. Very, very great combo right there. Still a very good combo to this day. A lot of people are saying that it's getting devalued a little bit. But, you know, if they added a grocery category or even a gas station category, I think that'd be fantastic right there for Chase. And the one thing I will say about them and American Express is business cards. Thinking about getting more of those sometime soon. I mean, technically, Chunga Lu is a business, I guess you want to call it. We're starting a business. I have a YouTube channel, so I consider consider myself a business as well sole proprietor i guess you want to call me anything can be considered a business as long as you're trying to quote unquote start a business or have a business right now you can get business cards anytime you like really from either from any issuer but the only one i have is the blue business plus that was a very easy card to apply to and american express is fantastic 2x back on everything love that big time and the chase freedom unlimited i have that for in case that they don't take american express like costco always use my chase freedom unlimited card and that's always helpful right there but future cards i want to get with the business cards american express side do I want anything? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the business platform, that'd be pretty cool. They got a lot of cool opportunities there. But the sign-up bonus is 15000 within three months. I don't know if I spent 15000 in three months. I've never done that before in my life. But, you know, if I have a big business, if Chung and Lu takes off big time, we need equipment, we need stuff, yeah, then we can fulfill that business bonus really, really easily. But Chase has a lot of great business cards. They have the Chase Inc. Unlimited, Inc. Cash, Inc. Preferred. They did have that 90000 elevated offer for a while. But since I was at 524, I couldn't get to it at all. I missed out. But $750, 75,000 points, I think that's a fantastic sign of bonus still. So if you can jump on that, definitely jump on that sometime soon. We'd love to jump on that one day to get some more Chase business cards. Southwest, I mean, that's a great business card as well. I know it sounds crazy to get airline cards. A lot of people are like, oh, you're so stupid to get co-branded airline cards. But hey, I get value from it. I get positivity from it. I'll take that any day of the week. But with the Southwest business card, I think it's a $200 annual fee, but you get a lot of benefits. You get free Wi-Fi for 365 days. You get 365 days worth of credits there. Uh, you get more bonus points. The, bo uh, the intro bonus is really good from what I remember. So a lot of good things right there. One day, I do want to get the companion certificate from Southwest where you could take somebody as many times as you want. That'd be fantastic right there. The Delta card only gets you one time per year. But I mean, Southwest, if you travel often with somebody, whether it's your significant other, your family members or friends, you can use that and just fly as many times as you want for free, which is awesome right there. So, you know, maybe one day that could be in the cards. But for right now, um, not anytime soon. Not gonna get any business cards because I'm still working on some personal cards first that I want to get before I do want to dive into the Chase business cards. And maybe I don't get any Amex Capital One or City cards any anytime soon. Just want to get all the Chase cards before I'm really, really locked out for a long, long time. So all you youngins, all, all you people that are starting the credit card game that want to get into cashback or to 
the travel game always get chase cards 524 that's the number one rule you need to know of any of the issuers is 524 chase style so yeah i mean that's pretty much it you guys i hope you guys enjoyed this rant hope you guys enjoyed my disorganization that's what we do in this chugging loop podcast is just get disorganized have a topic that we want but in the end we got kind of swerve off and talk about something else but hey that's the nature of this whole podcast it's just a freestyle have an idea or two and then just talk whatever we want and yeah i mean that's a lot of the podcasts that you've seen all the freestyles that you've seen on the titles of our podcast that is us not even thinking about what we want to talk about we just click the record button and we just go and just talk about whatever so you know that, that is all real that is all genuine and everything we do we try to be as honest as possible we try to be as transparent as possible as well and hopefully we're doing a pretty good job at that if we're not then please let us know definitely because we want to be down to earth guys we want to be guys that are you know relatable to people we don't i don't i hopefully one day when, whenever we get big and stuff like that i don't want to be one of those guys that just sells out and just kind of forgets where we came from in terms of you know we used to be the common people i mean i, I you know just because in the future if we ever get big we get big but always always want to be with you guys big time the fans friends family listening to this podcast it's always a pleasure and hopefully it'll always be a pleasure Hopefully for a long, long time that we do this podcast. So, yeah, always appreciate you guys. Love you guys so much. Aaron, Paul, miss you guys big time. And hope to see you guys in the next podcast. Special guests. Hopefully we get more special guests sometime soon. That'd be awesome right there. And, yeah, I'm going to end it right here, you guys. Almost the 30-minute mark. Did it all by myself with Lou. It probably would have been like an hour or two. But Paul probably would have been two hours. That would have been awesome right there. But, yeah, going to end this podcast right here, you guys. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your night, rest of your day, whenever you're watching this. Stay safe. Do all that cool stuff. And hopefully we'll catch you guys in the, up in the next episode. Hopefully with Lou, we'll talk about Dollywood. We'll talk about other things going on in the world. And it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So bye, guys. Love y'all as always, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your night, rest of your weekend. Catch you guys up in the next episode.